Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Do We Know Them, episode 113. It's starting to feel like now that we don't have the O's or the zeros, We're it's really much smoother. Just like easier to say. When's our next celebration gonna be? Oh, girl, we can't celebrate 150, too random. Uh, 200, I guess. Good. See you next year. Everyone was like, oh, for episode 200, you guys should get together. And I was like, well, I hope we get together before then. But honestly, we're going so quick. Maybe it might be 200. Honestly, COVID fucked everything up. Like with Kathleen, for instance, the last time I saw Kathleen was in 2019 on New Year's when we were moving into 2020, right before the entire world literally fell apart. And I have not seen her since. And you, I don't even remember. Probably when we filmed that high video where you cried. Right. So like shortly. <laughs> it's like some of them I can fuck with and then some of them I can't. Why haven't I seen my friends in so long? It feels weird. But then it's also so weird because like I see you every day. I feel like I see you almost every day. I mean, tw twice a week at least. It is weird. We were actually talking recently. Um, I think it was yesterday or you were looking through our old texts. And again, we were talking about how obsessed we were with each other and how much our relationship has shifted. And Lily was like, Jesus, the juxtaposition of us being like obsessed with each other to now just like, we talk like two old hags. I've seen people and like, there's like best friend memes where it's like, where the conversation you never have to say goodbye because it just never ends. It was like, that's very much it. It's just a, a and the constant. Thing is we have so many like intertwined conversations. We're like yeah. so much business because we're doing so much for the podcast constantly, but then it's intertwined with our own little like bitching about things, <laughs> like just talking Honestly, about random shit. Like I can't think of many people that I could be friends with and work with and have it not feel weird like horrible we're just like yeah. really on the same page listen it's not easy we have had like just had issues trying to establish once in a while but like <laughs> what is that 90 day fiance those twins that always fight that they're like i'm not going tit for tat with you darce and it's like oh that was us we've gone tit for tat a few times and honestly it's because we're stressed the fuck out. I mean, honestly, we're getting better now. We're getting in our groove for sure. Yeah, no, anytime it's happened, it's been like, I haven't slept in two days. Something went wrong. And like, there's a bunch of other like extenuating circumstances. I blame your computer because it. I think your computer was the root of like 99% of our fights probably. Oh, I, I brought this up on Twitter. I was like, so unimportant. But like, why does everyone think it's a laptop? I was working off a laptop before. I bought a new computer as well, but I was working off of a laptop to edit. I don't think it could do what you do. Like, I don't do any of the coloring. So once Lily colors it, it doesn't touch my computer again. I edit the whole thing. I send it to her. She does the movie thing because my computer would blow up. Honestly, there's just been so many like learning curves. Like we have just encountered so many random roadblocks. And it's usually in moments where we're both super stressed. We've been working on an episode for days. We're like, oh my God, could this thing just go live already? Like, it's just so, oh, I don't know how to explain it. We love doing this, but it's stressful. Well, I just, I think we should really be really proud of ourselves though. Cause I feel like we kind of forget the fact that we like literally are across the country and haven't seen each other yeah. in like how many years? A lot of people don't even know. People sometimes comment on the eye contact, but I was like, 
what's wrong with that? There, I thought it was good. First of all, just refer back to our first episode ever where I'm literally looking at Lily's coochie. Girl, we've come a long way. Someone said that it looked like you were disassociating and I was like, Oh no, she was just looking at me. I just happened to be in the wrong spot. Uh, might've been a mixture of that too. Anyway, all things considered, I absolutely love doing this and I can't think of anything else I'd rather be doing right now. So let's talk some shit, shall we? Cheers. Every time we start, I think of that meme. That, oh, cheers. Every time we start, I think of that uh, meme that's like, it's just us two left, the two bitches. Nobody likes us. Or what is that? <laughs> what does that say? And then there were two. I know. You know what Nobody though? likes us. The two bitches are left. <laughs> Absolutely, I know what you're talking about. That's us, the two bitches, we're left. Correct, what are we gonna correct. talk about? Uh, what do we have today? Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> we have a treat. Should we start with Austin? I would love to. Honestly, thank you for that. Oh my God, you guys. I didn't think we were gonna do any more updates on um, the Ace family or the McBroom divorce. And this isn't really so much about the divorce as it is just, oh my God, if you thought Austin was a douche before, wow. It's unreal. Like he is a character on SNL. It's kind of amazing to believe that what we're about to witness is not satirical at all. This is not him trying to be a silly, goofy, boy like this is if it legitimately, was he's fucking hilarious but it's not right? which is still fucking hilarious <laughs> his lack of self-awareness is what just makes this so beautiful and um it's just a fun fun watch uh, let me really quick before we even watch it there's a few parts that we're gonna watch um but he's been very active on social media in general <laughs> you could say have you seen the length of his snapchat stories no because i build a bridge with that uploaded shit. It's so tiktoks long. that people make fun of him i think i might get a snapchat just to keep up honestly at this point because it is kind of slay i literally just opened my tiktok and it, it's a new one stop it no people are annihilating him by the way wait do we preface who austin mcbroom is or do people know at this point oh I feel like they know. I don't even, how, how do you describe him to someone that doesn't know him? Honestly, quite the impossible task. But if you don't know anything about the McBrooms, we will just refer you to our episodes on them. And especially the recent ones where we talk about how Catherine and Austin McBroom recently got divorced. And now Catherine is on her kind of sleigh journey without him, the glow up. And he is on the, the diarrhea train downwards. He is just completely shit in the bed. He is just, he exudes like, you know, those guys who are like, where's my hug at? Like those guys, like oh, he is absolutely. that. <laughs> absolutely. And one aspect of his um, Snapchat journey that we're going to be watching is apparently he's been sick. It is the most Literally, this is not a laughing matter he feels Literally, like shit it is so funny i've never seen like i want to preface it with watching tiktoks unrelated to him that are people that do parodies where it's like when girls are sick versus when guys are sick this is one that i literally just saw and the guy version it's austin but he's not i mean he is acting because i don't think he really feels that bad but oh my <laughs> god it literally like he could be spliced into this and you would think it was still the joke hey so like i I woke up with a hundred and nine fever. Should I call out of work or? you have could be the flu could be some modern 
time plague. I don't know. I don't know if I can make it. I just need to rest. Like, Austin could be spliced in and it would be the same thing. 100% yes, but that just threw my brain into two different places. <laughs> Number one, people need rest when they're sick. That is normal. I'm not saying that it's not, that women don't really, I mean, when I had COVID, I wasn't shaking my ass in the kitchen. Like, I literally felt like my bones were breaking. But yeah. that being said, the majority of illnesses, I am still functioning as normal. And the evidence of that is like, how many episodes have we filmed where I'm like dying? And you as well. Yeah, for sure. Well, it's like, you feel like when you're sick and you like could call into work, like that's not like a day off to rest. That's like a day off to like no. catch up on the things at home that you didn't have time to do because you were working. I do have a controversial idea as to what it can be that makes men feel so fragile. I just don't want to say it out loud because the girlies are going to be mad at me. The guy girlies? The guy girlies, yeah. <laughs> I just think that, listen, men go through shit. I think that men get like criticized for having an ounce of emotion. I think that they're stifled in so many ways. I think that they're... That's all of their pent up emotion that they let out when they're sick. No, no, that's not what I was going to say. But I was going to say basically like men don't have it like we have it. And it's not to say that men don't live hard lives. They have hard things that happen to them. But I feel like as women, there's so many expectations put on us. Like it is like crippling. We're just like told and we've learned. It's a learned behavior, I think. Part of it might be like genetic, I don't know, whatever. But like, I think part of it is just this learned behavior that it's just like, keep it together, bitch. Like that's just like what we always have to do because if we don't keep it together, we're complaining, we're nagging, we're bitches. We are just told to be something and we've been that thing for so long that like, generationally, genetically, I don't know what it is, we just do it. Like, I don't know how we do it. Like for instance, how do I know when my husband's running out of body wash, even though we don't use the same body wash and I don't pick his up? Because I have superpowers. Well, I mean, we're witches. And those so. superpowers are inherited through my ancestors who had to guess what men needed around them always and constantly. And it's not that my husband can't go out and buy his own body wash. It's that I don't know what it is. Do you know what I mean? It's that je ne sais quoi. It's that like thing that we have to just do. From like a literal standpoint though, like just periods alone and like the stuff that comes along with the hormones and everything. I think Such that a good point. we are just used to not feeling good. And so like being sick isn't that out of the norm, but for men, like it's not normal for them to not feel good. That is so interesting because if you, I mean, yeah, we're getting way too into this, but you know how we do. Like if you think of chronic illnesses, right? you kind of learn to live with something that's debilitating. I've talked to you about this. <laughs> Correct. Like you've experienced so much like back pain and crazy just body pain in general. And you kind of just like exist on that plane. Whereas like when I, for instance, literally right now, I have this horrible kink in my neck and like it's been bothering me all day and I'm just like, oh, like Jesus, this fucking suck. Like, you know what I mean? Like you just- Your body just adjusts to a new normal. To exactly. So I think that's what women do. We adjust to just a horrid normal. <laughs> it's like you turn 13 and they're like, oh yeah, did I forget to tell you? You gotta suffer once a month. Good Literally. luck, girly. I've been really lucky that my period's never been like a huge thing. But even like last Mine year, has. do you remember when once a month or once every two months, I would literally be like incapacitated for a few days. And, yes. it, and I would always yeah. say, I think I'm sick. And like, I, I don't think I was. I, I mean, I was, but like, it was like period flu. It wasn't like real flu. And thank God that's not happening anymore. But like, literally, there, I couldn't tell the difference. Like, that is how bad it makes you feel. So circling back to Austin, the topic that we were originally <laughs> talking about. Correct. Thank with you. Reel us back in, girl. I don't even feel like he actually feels sick and is doing this because he's being dramatic. I think he's just bullshitting everyone because he wants Catherine to feel bad for him. Oh, 
A hundred percent. He wants that. Are you okay? Text from Catherine exactly. so bad. He'll do anything. Uh-huh. Okay, let's watch it because it's so good. I have one in particular that I saw right before. I think literally after I saw it, you sent it to me. I was like, I have a grin on my face. I think they're so fucking funny. I genuinely, the first one I saw, I thought it was a joke. <laughs> the first. <laughs> Oh my god, I literally, what is, it looks like he's filming a skit. Guys, I'm so sorry if you're just listeners. Yeah, you need to come watch on YouTube. This one is necessary. He doesn't talk for uh, most of it. It's just pictures of him literally looking like a corpse (laughs) on the floor. Okay, here we go. This is a picture of him laying his head down. And it says, you ever just lay on the ground in the shower? First of all, he said low on the ground in the shower with a crying face. And it's just him with his eyes closed on the shower floor. He's wearing a cheetah bonnet that he later says is Catherine's. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. That is deranged. I'm so, I can't. Oh my God. Okay. Guys, we just made it back to the house. I'm going to go inside and get some rest. I feel like I got to throw up. <clears throat> Fuck. <laughs> It's him laying on a hospital bed or an urgent care bed. It says, I'm sick. First of all, thank you for pointing out that this is urgent. (laughs) I believe he frames it as that he went to the hospital. Oh, you believe it? Literally in the next clip, it says, I went to the hospital. (laughs) It says, I went to the hospital, cry face with the doctor. The picture of the doctor in front of him with his hands in his pocket. You can see the the Xer, that's a brand of an urgent care place on the door. No, stop it. I can see it right behind the doctor. Oh my gosh. Also, who's taking these? Yeah, I better not be Catherine. Girl, stand up if it is. No, I don't think so. I think he, like, he must have either an assistant or... Watch, he brought a tripod. Literally, that was going to be my next thing. <laughs> I was going to say, or I wouldn't put it past him. <laughs> hey, Doc, could you come in one more time? <laughs> in the midst of all this shit where he's, like, trying to document this weird sickness journey, which, like, it sucks being sick. Last thing I want to do is Snapchat about it. Like, hello, are you okay? Especially if you're about to throw up. I don't think you're going to be like, hey, guys, I'm about to throw up. He's also like, you could see his underwear in this pic. And then in the one before this, I feel like he was trying to like thirst with like his white sweatpant dick print. That's just my theory. Who took this I'm one? Like, Sir, the doctor? Put it away. Like, oh my God. Yeah. Who took this? I don't who know. Who took this, Lily? Someone's with him. I have him. so many questions. Or he has a really tall tripod because this is a high angle. I have a tall one. It's possible. But I just, it's so cringe. Like there's not just one picture. He's not just being like, guys, I don't feel good. Like he's literally, look at the stories on top. That's hundreds. And also the caption is, I'm (laughs) sick with an emoji with the thermometer. Like, shut the fuck up. There's the added aspect of that where it's like, motherfucker, you have a following. You know that any post like this is going to concern people, especially with his children followers. We're going to be like, no, Austin, is this the end? Do you see the light? Like, literally, they're going to be so concerned. Why the fuck are you doing this? I know why you're doing this. I know exactly why you're doing this. Exactly. It makes it very clear that he did not want this divorce. I might be reading too much into it. But like this absolutely seems like 100% to get her attention and for like sure. make her like, oh, baby, are you okay? Oh my God, this one's so good. So now this is a picture for our listeners. You know, we really have to like describe this to you. So you're getting the full picture. It's him in a red hoodie and his face looks like he just smelled the most rancid shit you've ever smelled in your life. Like he just looks so 
Like, what is that face? It's all giving like 10 year old being like, mom, I'm sick. I can't go to school. Oh, it hurts so bad. Oh my God. I had not read the caption. This caption says, when you're sick, you start appreciating in your life so much more with like a praying emoji and a white heart. You're not dying, Austin. Don't get me wrong. Yes, that is a concept I feel like everyone is familiar with. That like when you're sick, you just, you're like, if I could just not be sick, I would appreciate it so much more. I wouldn't even say that that's appreciating life so much more. It's not like, you're just like, fuck, I wish I didn't have a sore throat. No, no, it's not being sick. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. But yeah, I know there were a ton of people. I mean, like so many people, even my mutual friends and stuff, reposting and just like commenting about how funny, especially women, thought this was. This one, at least for our audio listeners, um, this one, it's visual as well. I still recommend you come see it, but he makes some noise. These are actual videos. Oh my God, yo. I finally just got out of bed. I got chills and fever. I've been sweating from head to toe. The what should I do, y'all? Contact. Hopefully but I don't he have keeps, the C like, word. looking at the camera. Oh my God. Should I go to the hospital just to like make sure? No. What, I, what should I do, y'all? What should I do? I'm gonna try to take a cold shower. And don't. Don't mind this. Don't don't laugh at me. This, this auntie thing looking crazy, but for some reason it's making me feel better. Oh. This is Catherine shit. Oh. Uh, Stop it. If you guys have any suggestions, please leave it below. I'm gonna try to get in the shower. I can't. And then maybe attempt to go to the hospital. You mean your drink care? This feels ass. You know your whole body is like shaking and sweating. My freaking ass cheeks are just literally just dripping. Oh, God. (laughs) It's like he's never been sick in his life. He's like, what do I do? I remember, okay, before COVID, you remember when people used to have fevers and like go out because we didn't know we were like, we knew we weren't supposed to be out. But like, we were just like, I have a fever. Like, I'll just go to that party. Fuck it. Like, literally, I remember that New Year's party that I was talking about with Kathleen. Everybody had the flu. Like everybody, I did not, but like everybody else was like coughing See, I, and sneezing and had fevers. Usually fevers very much like take me out. So I'm not usually doing things, but. I don't know. I always experience people just living with fevers. Although if you have a fever, stay home. Don't give other people your illness. We know that now because of COVID, thank God. But literally there was multiple things that crossed my brain. Number one, it's kind of concerning to me that he's a father because... Right? I'm like, he's asking Snapchat for advice on what he should do for a fever. I'm so confused. Like, ibuprofen immediately will break your fever if you're feeling like... Usually when I feel those full body chills, first thing I do is ibuprofen. I'm like, I'm not going to suffer on purpose. So it's a little bit concerning to me that he doesn't know how to treat a basic fever because that sounds like what he has. The other thing that I find concerning is that he says that he feels like he has COVID, which he refers to as Mm -hmm. a C word which is a different thing we'll talk about never but why the fuck are you going maskless to a place like just being like let me just go check that's what the free government tests are for so you keep them in your house and you just keep your cooties to your fucking self like no thanks well first of all the the mask aside like you don't go to the hospital and take up the resources for people that actually need like he's so selfish you don't have it that bad it's literally so annoying first of all the first thing i do and i had strep recently and what i did when i knew i needed antibiotics is i actually called because there's like you know calling 
things. You can do like Teladoc. And that's what I did. And I got an antibiotic prescription in like 15 minutes. And then I just had my husband go get it. Something tells me he wasn't like going and getting a bunch of blood work done. Like the fact that he then just went to urgent care and says that he's at the hospital. Oh my God, I can't. It is the man flu embodiment. Like he is the man flu. The thing that's crazy to me is that he's at his big age of God knows what, what is he, 30 something? Like he should know better. And like when you get sick, you know what to do. Like my husband knows when he feels X, Y, or Z, like if he feels his allergies acting up, he goes and he gets his allergy medicine, like a big boy. It's just like so concerning that he doesn't know what to do. How weird is it that I'm older than Austin McBroom? Are you? Honestly, that's not that surprising because he acts like he's 12. I mean, he's 31. It's true. It's weird though. Like, it just feels like he's like an old person that is immature though. Right. So like hearing he was born in 92 is like, really? Right. I would think he was born in like 87. What's crazy is he's older than me. I was born in 93. Well, you're you're mature. We've already talked to you guys in our lawsuit group chat. We figured out and by figured out, I mean like we just like thought about it for once that, um, I'm the oldest one. And I am the second oldest. And Kitty and Becca are the youngest. And I immediately followed it up. Well, Jesse's definitely the most mature. So. Dude, we will be having conversations with our lawyer and the three of them. Kitty reels it in a lot. Becca and Lily, I'm like- Kitty was the problem! <laughs> no, you and Becca are literally like, you'll say things that I'm like, I've said it out loud. I'm like, guys, we are on a call with our lawyer. Can you guys reel it in? Oh, okay. Well, that's, we say things out loud maybe, but um, <laughs> Kitty will text us yeah, things. Yeah, Kitty texts us things while we're in chats with our lawyer. And luckily our lawyer is a cool guy, but I can't help but feel like he's like, what the fuck have I got myself into with these people? Oh, I think he's so over it. He's like in court all day and then he just goes on a FaceTime with us and we're like, hee hee Like, it's just, I can't. We're just like his comedic relief. But that being said, uh, yeah, Austin McBroom is 31. Surprise, what the fuck? What's crazy is our Reddit actually put me onto a post that Catherine posted before he got sick. And I think that's what made him do this whole thing. That's my theory, obviously. So Catherine posted this selfie of her and it says, who's gone through a divorce or ended a long relationship here? When do you stop feeling offended when people ask you out or show you interest? And I'm like, girl, like, why would you post that? You know, Austin's gonna act the fuck up. He is gonna go off. I don't know if she thought he was gonna wear her fucking bonnet and like cry he's like, like oh my for God, some reason this happening? thing just makes me feel better i don't know what it is oh it's Catherine's, by the way i'm dead that is so funny like you just know he really wanted Catherine to be like oh my god i just saw your story are you are you doing all right do you need anything you need anything i could drop off some medicine should i bring you some soup here wait so then aside from the sick ones though yeah he has he just also... generally been cringe aside from having the man flu which i am positive yes. he's fine by now and that was like yesterday oh my god this has 13.7 million views. I'm telling you, the people are not having it. But here is um, POV, any toxic man after he gets dumped. Just pulled up to church, about to get that good word in. As you guys know, I've been trying to get closer to the man above. Period. And uh, I've been really trying, y'all. I've been really trying. And I've been feeling great. Really locked in and focused right now. Mm -hmm. I've been really focused on my this body. This must have been before you went to the hospital. And uh, yeah, y'all. If you if you around me or you you're close with me, you know I'm locked in right now. Oh, you're locked in. I feel it. <laughs> um, been hitting the gym what does that every mean? day. Been Focused. Running miles every day. Been trying to eat a little better. <laughs> it's a struggle. Been trying to be better. <laughs> oh. uh, been consistently going to church. Been, you know, trying to live the word. I think that this 
is filmed before or after he tries to scam OnlyFans models, allegedly, into getting a percentage of everything they make while not having to make any content himself, aka an, a virtual pimp. I think that's an ongoing thing, so it probably was before and Oh, after. that's true. Good point. Yeah, I find this fucking hilarious. By the way, Lily was saying, what the fuck does locked in mean? We use that term also in gaming, Lily. So like when you're locking in, you're really I just I know focusing. what it means, <laughs> but I don't think he's using it properly <laughs> well no because he's most definitely not locked in i don't know many things for certain in life but i definitely exactly. know awesome mcbroom is not locked in right now he is correct in shambles men really do do this i've seen so many examples of this exact same thing in real life it's this weird like all right i'm on my grind like after they completely get fucking dumped in life and it's like are you on your grind or are you being grinded and also like why do you have to better yourself now were you not good before oh and the thing is it's like it's okay to talk about like bettering yourself and I think like, for instance, if I were to get divorced tomorrow, would I go on a health journey that I wouldn't have gone on otherwise? Of course. Yeah, we all know this. But the way that he does it is so disingenuous. It's like he has this forced smile. Again, it's the mouth thing. It's like the whole like bullshit mouth pursed lip thing. You're not locked in and it's okay. Like the thing is that Austin, again, I bring up that meme where he's crying behind the mask. I was just gonna say, you were so spot on when you brought up that meme last time because that is absolutely him. He is crying inside and he's like, I'm doing fine. And also not to say that he doesn't have friends, but I've mm. never seen him post with anyone i mean i would pretty much say he doesn't have friends who's his friends any friend he maybe had he like didn't pay them when they worked together and then like they're not friends anymore we literally talked way too long about austin mcbroom but that was so funny Wait, but there's one more there's one more oh god Your next question do you plan on remarrying one day oh <laughs> oh he said show me more don't be nasty. Do not be nasty. <laughs> I mean, what you trying to see? <laughs> what what you trying to see? Uh, no, <laughs> I'm just playing. Y'all nasty. Y'all y'all so nasty. I hate him so much. Oh, I hate you for showing this to me. You know what's so funny about this? And this is all alleged, but also you guys know if you've watched this podcast for a while that I did used to request that my old YouTube account, when I was in high school, I used to request that I would sing songs. So I'll be like, hey, queen, sing this song by Taylor Swift. Then I would use that so and be like, oh my God, of course I'll, I'll do that for you guys. You know, I wanted it to seem legit. It's kind of like how Michaela Nagara gets her friend Heart of Greg to ask her about products she's gonna sponsor. And then she replies to those comments and sponsors it. Anyway, with him, I'm not gonna say he left himself this comment and I don't know the logistics of that on snapchat but i have well my even if you didn't suspicions. want to the third comment down says he deaf typing those up and then the creator <laughs> the creator says imagine typing it reading it and thinking this the one <laughs> i mean it's just so bad like the way he like fake laughs and is like i mean what do you want to see ah just play i feel physical pain this is just all so um it's icky it's icky and austin you really got to shape up if you're trying to him, find a new prospect but it's Austin. Yeah, and here's the thing is like, apparently he found women outside of Catherine, you know, allegedly when he cheated on her. So it's like, he can find other women, but like, how is he doing that? Cause he has no game. I don't understand. Can you imagine hanging out with him for a day? No. No, I can't. Remember, we thought he was going to eat us if we... Oh, yeah, no. He'll definitely eat us. Which also, there were several people that commented that they th were thinking that before we said it. And I was like, 
we didn't plan on both thinking that. No. Like, that was just, that's the vibe you get. Oh, no. You get in a plane crash with Austin McBroom, he's going to eat you. And before the group as, like, a whole decides that we're going to eat each other, like, he will do it first. And this is, like, when he, like, knows that, like, rescue might be coming. He's still going to just eat you first. He'll be like, oh, my God. I'm so hungry. My tummy's rumbling. Oh, they got to throw up. Anyway, guys, that took way too long. Austin McBroom was not supposed to be that big of a topic, but honestly, but what do you expect from It was just as enjoyable us? as I knew it would be. <laughs> I know. That was a good one. I hope that he's feeling better. Guys, please send your condolences to Austin McBroom as he got a little sickies and he's just feeling a little icky and his bones hurt really bad. Also, Austin, take an ibuprofen. And give Catherine back her bonnet. God, how many times did Catherine have to run to him and be like, here, babe, here's your ibuprofen. Like, you're not feeling good. Like, he didn't even know how many to take. Like, oh God, just kill me. He just takes the entire bottle. <laughs> Ouchie, Catherine, my stomach. I took 50 ibuprofen. <laughs> She's like, why did you do that, Austin? Oh my God, save me from that life. I just would never be able to do it. I can't, I cannot date a toddler. Anyway, moving on, we have two more topics, surprisingly, because, well, that was a lot. What is the next one? Dr. Kim. I feel conflicted almost talking about it because I don't want to shame the patient shame the people yeah but like, i feel that oh my god you guys well you know we've talked about this with plastic surgery in the past not specifically with like naming a doctor or like naming a practice necessarily but like i do feel like plastic surgeons on a the way we got into like a serious topic and like our tones just like went way down. It's a roller coaster on the show. But anyway, like I feel like plastic surgeons in general, they do overdo it a lot. And I think that at a certain point, they should be held responsible. Like it's like, I know that it's up to the patient how they want to look and stuff. But you see people going into like the show botched with like boobs that are like, literally w size like that's not healthy i guess i didn't do like a deep dive into this so i don't know necessarily if the patients have spoken out but if you are like what the fuck are you guys talking about as usual (laughs) welcome to do we know them there's this plastic surgeon on tiktok and it's been going viral the past like i've seen like the last two weeks probably yeah oh my god like you think that it's not real because it's so alarming and it shows these before and after pictures it's crazy like i saw them and it was like a two in the morning of course when i saw them and i was just like having to like because i don't wear my glasses to bed and i just couldn't believe that i was seeing what i was seeing because it was so scary and i couldn't believe that the plastic surgeon himself is the one posting this? was promoting it yeah yeah exactly so here's the thing is i don't know and i'll probably do a deep dive while we're editing this and oh you know I'll lily's gonna be popping in I, here yeah <laughs> if i figure it out but um like you don't go blindly into a plastic surgeon so like you've seen their other work. A hundred percent. I was going to say the same thing because I feel like if it was injectables, I would say something different because some people do just show up and get, you know, injections and stuff. They feel like it's a lot more minor, but I do feel like a surgery people tend to, and obviously maybe some people don't, people tend to look into your work. What is it that you do, especially if you have a social media presence, like they're probably going to find you through there. So why would these people go with this guy? But I also think this profile is strange to me. I don't know that this is a real person just because like his link in his bio is like a whatsapp thing to like send pictures or what is that continue to chat that's fucking yeah like to chat with him so i feel like this may be a fake situation but this is someone who went through surgery so we took a quick brief intermission because we had a phone call with our lawyer if we look a little different that's why i feel like we've been taking intermissions every episode but you know sometimes it's necessary anyway back to this confusing ass thing because while we were gone lily and i had a small discussion on what the fuck is going on? 
is this person we're about to talk about even real? Like, what is happening? Well, and naturally, I asked Becca about it, and then she threw something else out there that we're like, wait, what do you mean? So first, I probably showed something on screen, but should we just look at some of the most alarming ones? Sure, yeah. So the reason why this plastic surgeon went viral is because what is being posted on TikTok right now is before and afters of alleged patients of this plastic surgeon and... They're fucking terrifying. They're like uncanny valley. And it's not to shame, again, those people who are getting these surgeries done. It's horrible to be like, oh my God, they look fucked up. This looks like a botched surgery is what I mean. That's like what I'm trying to say. Well, and they clearly aren't like, look at this amazing before and afters. Cause I know some people are defending them being like, oh, well, it's super soon after the surgery. But like, why would a plastic surgery use not fully healed before and afters to promote their plastic surgery company. I do agree that yes, it does look very fresh. Like what we're witnessing, it looks like literally they woke up from surgery and they were asked to do an after, which is very strange in and of itself. And it does seem like these people got some form of surgery. Like regardless if we think it's fake or not, I think the people in these videos did get some form of surgery that was botched. And you see in their reactions, like some of them literally look like they're shaking. Like they look fearful. Like some of them do. I mean, maybe I'm projecting that, but like one woman, I saw like was like shaking. I'll throw out and we'll like revisit this in a sec. But Becca said that people think there are filters on this, which adds a whole other thing. But like, Mm -hmm. yeah, that does make more sense. The reason I was curious of where he is located is because it seems like the vast majority of his patients seem to be Asian. And I know that there are like certain beauty ideals that are popularized in other countries where it's like they want like a smaller face or like bigger eyes yeah things like that. they do yeah because this true. all fits that kind of vibe i also in just don't even know way. how they're possible <laughs> yeah i mean i'm interested to explore a little bit of that filter theory because that would make this make a lot more sense because literally these results look painful we're talking like blinking issues and like maybe facial nerds that nerve was one damage. of the things like, that i was saying like the, with the eyes the after photos it looks like they can they even close their eyes i I don't know. Some of them look like they can't. It's kind of scary. So this patient is just grabbing her cheeks and like showing cheek skin. Oh my God. Jesus. I don't... They all end up looking like a variation of the same thing. It's not like this person got this done and then now they look like this. It's like, no, no. They all look like themselves and then they all look different later. Oh my God. What's crazy is actually, if you read the captions, I feel like this is a dead giveaway that this is fake because this one says, trust me, facelifting will make you much younger than your real age with a smiley face. Now that brings a whole other question to it because if this is fake for one reason or another, these people genuinely look like they went through surgery. Yeah. Are they using filters? This person, I feel like who controls this account and like this has seriously gone viral. Every post has over like 500,000 views minimum. Like literally people are on this account believing that all these results are real. If this is real, who's actually doing these surgeries? Cause I don't think it's this person. My first giveaway was like his photo looks very either AI or just like taken from like a website of like a random doctor. Also now, cause when we Googled Dr. Kim plastic surgeon, it came up that he was like in Virginia or something, but all of these also have, I don't know what language this is, but they're all a foreign language. Yeah. yeah. Some sort of Asian script or something. Exactly. So. I don't think this is an Amer- 
like an American thing. And you see this happen a lot with like random things like soap cutting videos or like random content that people will repurpose and go viral on TikTok for, but never a doctor pretending to give these surgeries. That another thing I find weird is when you find like a pimple popping page, right? Yeah. And it'll take and source and steal content from different pimple poppers on YouTube and stuff. That usually has an obvious shift in content. So it'll be like this pimple popping video does not look like this one. They're not using the same tool. They're not using the same like. No, so it's definitely all the same thing. Yeah, this is the same shit. This is literally they the same background, on same it format. Yeah, they do have a watermark on it. You're right. Oh my god. Oh, this one's bad. It oh, this makes one's me really so bad. Like, what is this? This was a perfectly beautiful woman who aged normally, and literally, if you're not watching this. He has just removed any movement in her face. Her eyes are, look like they're glued open. Like It's, it's like everything so has just been crazy. so pulled back. And not even symmetrically. That's the thing that fucking gets me too. It's like if you're going to like pull everything back like a facelift, which this is like seems like an extreme version of a facelift. Imagine how you see people's face when they have a facelift. It's way more than that. It feels like any stretch to the skin, like they can't be surprised. They can't be anything. Look at the caption. Oh my... Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay, this caption says, my 74-year-old sister is 20 years younger after facelift. My sister said that we gave her a new life. Is he using sister literally or... <laughs> fuck if I know. I have no idea what's going on here. When we first wanted to bring this story to you guys, it was going to be a story of a plastic surgeon who's botching people and posting it like it's a flex on TikTok. But now this is becoming a little bit more of like, is this even being done for real? And if it is being done for real, is this being stolen from some random person on TikTok? Like where are these before and afters? So this one is literally TikTok has deemed it sensitive content because some people may find this video to be disturbing. Correct. I am that person. So it says a client from Spain had a full facelift. He looks 10 years younger than before. He also doesn't look like a person anymore. See, and this is the part that's even more of a conundrum. The comments are turned off here. Why would someone who's faking a profile wanna turn off comments? Like, I feel like then they're just trying to gain clout. Why would they reject that clout? Like, this is so weird. Becca pointed out that people think it's a filter and that if you look at people like touching the face, that does look weird. It looks weird, but I can't see an obvious like Kardashian filter shift or something. He looks like such a kind, sweet man. And like literally they turned him into like a Dr. Seuss character. This is fucking crazy. Yes, I understand some people want to get surgery because they want to enhance their features. This makes him look... This gets rid of all features. Literally. That's what it is. It's the removal of all recognizable features on a human. Like that's not okay. And like all of the what the fuck is going on with this profile aside, whoever is actually doing this, if this is a real procedure. Number one needs to be sued. I am just so for real right now. This is absolutely unhinged and super disturbing. Are they happy with the results? Well, that's what I was gonna say. Number two was like, how is he getting so many people to operate on? Like seriously, how are people coming back? Again, no one goes into this blind. Like they'd be like, oh, let me see your work. This is the work? Is he like offering severe Groupons? Like, I just don't understand how he's getting so many You'd people You'd have to pay me to get that. Like, I don't understand. You can't pay me enough money to do this. It's yeah, insane. no, you could not pay me. This would not happen. But like this one, oh wait, no, this does look like a filter. There's like a blurriness or something around her eyes. And the lighting is obviously completely different. Something's weird. I'll yeah, do some, some digging when I'm editing and like slow it down and see if there's any obvious glitches. It'll be like my Britney Spears conspiracy days. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Like, how is that the same person? Yeah, it seems like a completely different person. This one actually, in retrospect, like looking at all the other ones, this one's not so bad. This lady is from South Korea. She found, oh my God, she found us on TikTok and saw her smile. 
it was all with that doesn't even really make sense but how do you see this tiktok and go you know what yes that's what i want i am very confused because again if it was one or two or three tiktoks even then i would be like okay well then they're just faking it there's so many on his page and they all look consistent with each other a filter i guess makes more sense but regardless what he's going viral for is the fact that he botches people and leaves them like literally looking insane yeah this was a weird one because again i think we both expected to come into this and be like oh my god a doctor is like botching people and then we're just like wait what the fuck is going on actually that happens a lot on the show too but i honestly just hope it's fake that's what i'm hoping i'm like please don't actually be doing this to people but you see like bruises and they're like fresh out of surgery staples and shit they all seem to have that similar almost like pasted it looks like almost someone like glued eyes on them and it's just like okay they're open now and they're just kind of like darting a little back and forth but they can't it's literally looks like they like can't they don't have enough eyelid left to blink i so badly hope this is not real if this is real and people are actually being left like this again i mean i guess if they're happy that's really all that matters if they literally leave happy and it's like he really operated on his sister and she loved it then you know what queen slay away all that matters is your happiness but i am perturbed i am honestly perturbed yes, that cheer, cheers I just to your happiness i would tell them to blink twice if they're not okay but they can't i was gonna say i don't think they can jesse as long as you're like bodily functions work fine then i don't care but obviously people are disturbed for a reason like this is despite like different beauty standards and different cultures and stuff like this is a little bit something disturbing. feels off it feels like he's not doing a good job like that's really it it's like it doesn't feel like you're doing the it best feels like either he's not doing a good job or it's not real i'm really hoping it's the second and despite like their personal happiness and feelings towards their own surgeries if these are real my whole thing is like if you as a surgeon take an oath to what is it they take an oath for like do no harm or something like that like you're doing a little bit of harm and it's not even physical aspect fuck physical like something nerve something happened there allegedly it looks like something got messed up in their bodily functions and that's not okay you can't do that you know we would never come on the show and just be like oh my god look at these botched ass like yeah this no person that's got, why i like, felt wrecked. weird about doing it because i'm like i feel weird being like oh there's you but it's just like this isn't like it's a singular concerning. opinion like it's like yeah. what happened if it is real and those people are happy honestly that was my bad and i yeah you know, we take it back and we yeah we wish take it back all the best so moving on to our last and final topic it's an update on a topic that we told you guys about a while ago now i feel like it was months ago where we told you about the okay baby saga and if you don't know what that is i will fill you in so quick because when i tell you i have been there since the get-go i have been there since the get-go so i met kira in i was pregnant with noah so it was 2017 i met her she was nice she came up to me and was like, oh my God, Jesse, like I see your stuff, whatever. She was nice. I've said this before. Do we know them? Minorly. Okay. But I knew nothing of this, obviously. What I, I mean, I am a witch, but I'm not this kind of witch. I'm not Teresa Caputo. I don't sense anybody stepping forward. But basically what happened is Kira and Oscar were teenage parents that decided to start a family channel called OK Baby. A lot of you guys may have seen that name because it really was one of the really big like family channels back in the day when family channels were not like looked down upon and so they decided to kind of like vlog their whole experience as teenage parents and they were together as a couple obviously they got pregnant and they were very young so they didn't really like they were boyfriend and girlfriend but they weren't engaged or married or anything like that until oscar did decide to propose to her after they had like three kids i think they have four kids total they've had a lot of children so oscar proposed to her it was a beautiful proposal it was documented of course as family channels do she said yes it was beautiful yada 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 fast forward everyone gets 
rocked, okay? The whole boat goes a-rockin' when we find out that OK Baby is breaking up. Kira has left Oscar. Oscar did not want to leave Kira. And Kira was like, you know what? This is over. We're done. I think we covered their whole, like, breakup video. It was very tense, Yeah, because that, that was what went viral is because people that, like, didn't even know anything about them were watching it because it was just a very awkward energy. It was definitely tense, and everyone kind of saw in the beginning that Kira was responsible for the fallout, even though she said, I never cheated on you. Like I never did this, that, and the other. People had some suspicions. Well, I've been waiting on updating us with this story because we now know a lot more than we did then. We had our inklings, but now we know. The last update that we had was that she, not only had they broken up, but that she had then started dating her ex-best friend or ex-podcast host, both? Both. Yep. And Nanny. <laughs> Anything else? She had started dating her ex-best friend slash podcast host slash Nanny's ex-boyfriend. No, girly. Husband. Husband. Sorry. Supposedly after they all broke up, but I guess they like comforted each other during the breakups. And then the next thing we know, there's a leak because someone <laughs> sees them on Tinder while they're on a trip to Vegas looking for someone to join them in a threesome. Well, the reason why that all came forward is actually because the person that did have a threesome with them went to the Dad Challenge podcast and was his like witness and was just like, hey, here are messages. Here's proof. I had a threesome with them. Now, what we know is that very likely Kira did cheat. That's alleged. But that is when we look at the whole timeline, we're talking she broke up with him. Fuck, I cannot remember the month. Um, it was like a month difference. Like she broke up with Oscar. You don't remember the exact date? How dare you? <laughs> I should with how much I consume of this content. But Dad Challenge Podcast is like constantly like snarking on Kira. And he's an interesting one, that, that guy. I don't know how I feel about him. But I do watch his stuff because I do like to stay up to date with like family vloggers and what they're doing and all that stuff without having to watch them, of course. But basically, he he says that Kira was already with Preston, like right after her and Oscar broke up. So there were moments now that we look back on where she was vlogging and she was like, oh, like, I don't know if I'll ever date again. She was telling people that. But we now know because they talk about the timeline and they talk about the month that they met that in that month she was already dating Preston. So Hannah was married to Preston. Okay, you got to remember those two names. The you got to remember. friend nanny podcast host. Yes. And then Kira was with Oscar. Kira and and Hannah were best friends. She was also the nanny to Kira's children. And they had a podcast together called Beneath the Sheets, where they talked about intimate sexual moments of their life. They gave sex advice. They even had, get this, a fucking episode where Hannah was with her husband, Preston, Kira's future husband, and Oscar was with Kira. And they were all talking about sex. You just spilled the beans. What? Her future husband. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, everyone knows this at this point. So they've literally had interactions. I mean, imagine this. You're best friends with someone. You have a show with them. It's like this whole it's like us right now we've we talked about this and it's like Nassim comes in for an episode we all talk about sex we're all like getting really now nerdy and you and Nassim end up getting married are you kidding I would lose my ever-loving fucking mind it's not even something that I can like kind of imagine happening because I know because imagine the ins and outs of that imagine like we have our own friendship and then like you've spoken to Nassim and stuff. I mean, if we lived in the same state, you'd speak a lot more because we'd like hang out and stuff. Imagine that they were all together. They would all hang out with each other. Preston was friends with Oscar. Kira was friends with Hannah, best friends with Hannah. They were all so intertwined. Imagine the ins and outs of that and the betrayal. Preston saying, fuck you, Hannah, bye. Kira saying, fuck you, Oscar, bye. No, we have four kids together, see ya. And then them getting married because that's why we're here. 
Kira and Preston have said I do. The only way I feel like that would feel okay is like if they just like swapped. Like Shania Twain? That was, yeah. I was like, you brought someone up that had done that. But usually when that swap happens, it's not like they just all agree one day like, hey, let's swap. It's usually one of the people betrays the other person and then they rely on each other. It would have been like if Oscar and Hannah end up together. Yeah. They didn't plan on it, but it was like something that they just like found comfort in each other and then they re- like built a relationship on it. But that's not what happened. Oscar and Hannah did not end up together. What happened was Oscar actually, we didn't talk about this either. This was something I was thinking of bringing up and I was like, eh, not enough of an update. Oscar now has a girlfriend, super cute, super slay, love her. And she seems very sweet. They seem to have a good relationship together. And when he first revealed her on his Instagram, like literally like a post of him and her, Kira reposted that to her stories with a bunch of like crying emojis. What? Like the good ones, like the good cries, like, you know, like the, "Mm, how sweet. Honestly, just as weird, but okay. Right? And people like clowned her so much, she allegedly took it down because she was like, oh, okay, never mind. That was weird. But everyone was like, bitch, don't you dare. Like, what the fuck? She was like, I guess trying to show her support for Oscar and his girlfriend, but it was just weird and misplaced and it just, everyone knew about Preston already. Kira has been avoiding not only naming Preston, even though everyone knows who she's talking about, but showing him. So she showed all their engagement photos with his face like half in it or like cropped out completely. And it's like, girl, we know exactly who he is. Like, we know everything about him. I mean, we already have seen your Tinder photo that you... Right. That's what kind of rocked her world because Dad Challenge Podcast was the person who outed that. Like, that was not known at all. I mean, what do you expect, though, if you're going on Tinder in Vegas looking for a three... Like, people are gonna know. Yeah, definitely a little sloppy. Maybe she didn't think she was that, like, relevant or something, but girl, people will know. So she definitely wasn't expecting that. But since then, and since, like, half-hiding Preston's face, she has continued on to make a ton of content with Preston she does this thing where she I don't know exactly what platform she does it on but people have to pay $12.99 a month to subscribe to her to be a part of the live stream she does like actual Patreon maybe it's Patreon actually yeah she gets on there and I know this because Dad Challenge Podcast bought a subscription for one month and it was snuck in there and it was a disaster but when he did that was crazy it was her and Preston talking about their threesomes and talking about basically how she likes to just watch she doesn't like it was everything, girl. She doesn't want another man in there. She just wants to see like another woman. But like if that woman fell in love with him, good luck because I'm the one that he's in love with. Listen, no, you know, shade to yeah, polyamorous I was gonna say, no people. no kink shaming. Teach their own. Whatever. No. Oh, uh, well, maybe a little kink shaming. Hold on. I have something in the dock. <laughs> Is there ever a proper time to kink shame? No. You know what? It's not even kink shaming. It's just, what if you chuckle at it? Is that kink shaming? We'll see. I'm sure people will tell us it is, but you know. I don't give a fuck what anyone's into as long as it's two consenting adults. Like, honestly, go and get yours. Like, be into whatever the fuck pleases you. Who cares? But it is kind of funny because, like, this was outed, again, by Dad Challenge Podcast. People send him a lot of things. So, like, people who they will have threesomes with will, like, out them for kinks or, like, certain things, which I don't think is right. But this one was funny a little bit because it was about farting. Hold on. What? This is an alleged Snapchat message with Kira. And it's her saying, I love asshole stuff, which fine, get it, queen. And she said everything to do with it, haha. To which the person replies, ah, that's not too unique. I was expecting something crazy. And she says, I like being farted on, lol. That's pretty nutty. I... No kink shaming. It was just a little funny. I mean, if you want to get farted on, get farted on, queen. How does one like decide that that's what they like? Well, probably if they fart and they like it, no? Like an accident and then it's like, ooh, can you do that again? (laughs) I hate it so much. It's kind of like when I think of how was like milk, how did you find out you could drink that? Like, you know what I mean? It's just certain (laughs) things that just seem a little too questionable for me. I have no problem with asshole stuff. 
I don't. I have not a problem in the world. It's just funny because she is, you know, allegedly a homewrecker and she's with a homewrecker and people are like, haha, and you guys fart on each other. It's just that. <laughs> but if you guys are getting off to your homeboy, you know, just ripping in your face, ripping ass, live your dreams, live your truth, live, love, laugh. We love that for you. I'm not even trying to kink shame. I swear. It's just a little, gi- I'm giggly at this point. I'm sorry. Oh my God. Dad Challenge Podcast is ruthless. He literally is like, you have pink eye because press he calls him press taint and he's like press taints farting in your face like he oh my god he just cannot but anyway so they ended up happily ever after they talk about their kinky love life they talk about how they like it rough and fuck this and farts and well i don't think they talked about the farts i think this was on the side but we now know basically people have been unsupportive of their relationship for obvious reasons just the same reason we're not supportive of spongebob and ariana you know what i mean it's not that we don't want ariana to be happy it's just hey, that's really shitty. Like, why'd you do that? Like, there are so many men in the world and, you know, Preston, wish you well in life, but when you look at him and, like, see his aura and how he talks, it's like, I went to high school with 49 of you at least, like, minimum. Like, there's so many Prestons in the world. Like, you know what I mean? I don't believe for a second that your soulmate is your best friend's husband. That's fucked up. Yeah, it seems like maybe there's some uh, more issues that could have been addressed in therapy that would have prevented this. But to me personally, like, I don't even like the karmic thing of all of this. Like, it's just like, it's not that I don't want you to be happy, Kira. It's just, this is bad juju. I'm all for people being happy, but maybe um, if you could achieve that happiness without making someone else unhappy to get it, that would be Exactly. Preferable. And she has posted her wedding photos. So that's what we have now is the most recent. Oh, so now she does post with him. Now she oh, does. Oh yeah, I mean, you said she posts videos too. Yeah, this is the hard, hard, hard launch. No, when she posts videos with Preston or Girls Live, he's off screen. Oh, that's weird. Like, it's literally her, and then he's talking to her or, like, asking her questions that people are asking off screen. It makes no Interesting. sense. It kind of reminds me. I don't think I ever showed you the videos of um, Joy Sparkles. Uh uh-huh. um, She used to have conversations with her roommate, and he was never on camera, and she just referred to him exclusively as roommate. And you wouldn't ever hear him talk, but she would have these conversations with him, and it was like, is he there? Is roommate in the room with us? No, I think Preston exists. So... Is he oh, grabbing her boobs? Yeah, he is grabbing her boobs. That's what they do. I'm telling you. Okay, so this is the first look. You know, the first look is when you finally turn around and show your husband what you look like. I like, think oh that's my God. customary. Yeah, he just grabbed her tits. Like, oh my God. You know what that reminds me of? That one video of the vows being said where he said he like vowed to like fuck her every day or something like that. Or like hit that ass every day. Like... I'll promise to smack that ass every chance I get. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I got. It's oh, like, maybe we could uh, like tighten it up just for this few minutes. Have some decorum. Yeah, look at how he's looking at her in this picture. You normally want to see the the groom like get like emotional and like almost cry. And he's like, oh, damn. Why does he look like Drake Bell? He looks like a completely different person in all these pictures. Right. Every picture he looks so different. If it was me, I would just think I'm like, damn, you left your wife for me. I left my significant other and father of my children for you. How's this going to play out? Yeah. You don't have the smile smallest thing like she doesn't because she literally says she's like he loves me and he wants to be with me yeah he also loved hannah and he married her and he wanted to be with her and then you know it's just it's very strange and icky and i don't know that i could ever feel perfectly comfortable because relationships are uncomfortable in general when you're feeling like there is always that option obviously you trust your partner and you think it would never happen but like you deal with your insecurities on a daily basis anyway like i look like hagrid what how many days do we film we film two days so i look like hagrid five days out of the week okay two days out of the week i kind of slay from like 5 p.m to like 10 p.m but the second we're done filming it's off it's 
it's off. So it's like you want to hope that that person loves you for you and like it doesn't have to be about sex because again, a big thing they talk about is how much they have sex and oh my God, it's so say it's the best sex I've ever had. Oh my God, oh my God. Uh, yeah, that's there not has to it. be a little more than that. He literally, dude, in that Q&A on that live stream that Dad Challenge podcast had. Where he's off camera. Where he snuck into her live stream and he was off camera. She says that she would be okay with him bringing someone in to have sex with him while she's recovering from a C-section. Because he can't go anytime without. I don't know. And again, it's like, it's not to king shame, but it's like, you're, you're real horny. <laughs> <laughs> can't relate. I just feel like there is a difference between having a lot of sexual chemistry. Like I've experienced that. I've experienced having a and very, like, very strong, passionate relationship. Yeah. And being like, that's the only thing you have in common. You know what I mean? Like that's not all a relationship is. It's great. Who doesn't want to have good sex, especially with the partner that they love? But then otherwise, what is there there? If she had that podcast already where they would like talk about mm -hmm. sex, did she not do the stuff? Does she the do the things and the she... threesomes? Like none of that was going on when she was with Oscar, right? No, Oscar never was Is into this that. like they both found their person that's like, oh, now I can be my true self? Maybe, but that again, can't be the glue that holds your relationship together. You got to have other things in common. Let's focus on like our bond as parents. Uh, they want to be parents. They want to have a kid. Like, there's so much well, more. Here. I can't fathom being like, oh, I'm going to be like out of commission for a little bit. So I guess you can go find someone to take my place in the meantime. And the emotions that come with postpartum. Oh, I would lose my ever loving mind. I, again, everyone's different. I get that. At the same time, he seems like a horny bastard. But all of that to say, that's the official OK Baby update. She hasn't posted her wedding like video yet. She will, she said. But she has posted all her like photos and stuff of her dress and Preston looking at her like, damn bitch, on her wedding day and things like Classy. that. You know, but again, teach their own if they're happy. No. Good. I mean, no. OK, wait, hold on. I do want them to be happy. I don't want people to be unhappy so i need to like reel that back in because it's not like i don't want ariana grana and ethan to be happy like i do want them to be happy too i honestly just find conflict with being innocently like genuinely happy for someone's relationship when it did cause so much pain and ultimately maybe it was like her and him helping hannah and oscar dodge a bullet maybe but at the same time, it appears so. Kira, you know, she created a life with Oscar. She created four lives with him and a literal life, like, you know, together. But it just feels like, damn, did it have to be so messy? Did it have to be this person? Nobody would have been on her. I would have never been on her ass if she had just found some random guy to be with after Oscar. Go do you. Like, who cares? But this. Yeah, I think it's sad when people like go all into situations that they know deep down that isn't what they want, but they like want to pretend that's what they want. And it's like, clearly she wanted something very very different yeah i don't know i hope this is it i hope that you and preston live happily ever after don't post any podcasts or get a nanny oh my god yeah what i would be terrified to get a nanny i'll be like is the nanny the one for you i guess the nanny wasn't the one that stole the man so true but it could be at this point so that's it we did get an email that i wanted to read because someone else threatened to sue us but i think we'll have to wait until next episode i think we need to spend some adequate time on it because it's a doozy if you guys want to guess, it is a topic we covered and it was actually one of our most like disturbing topics. Like it was not fun. It was recent. So those are our clues. And Jesse responded to the email us. and it is 
Let's just say I'm on edge, okay? And I am over everyone trying to sue us. So we will, well, actually, no, we have our, we love yeah, the Yeah, I was going to say, we can't okay. skip it two so weeks in second. a row. We can't. We can't. The people will just. They'll, they'll riot. Start um, a revolution. So my We Love the Internet segment, I did for Lily because I saw this and it involved something she feels semi-passionately about, and that's Travis Kelsey. I thought you were going to say Dr. Pepper, but yes. Did you know that there was a there was a dating show called Catching Kelsey? Yeah. Have you seen any clips from it? I have. I just brought one to the table. Um, have you seen the karaoke girl? No. Oh, girl. Literally, I'm not even joking. Get your butt cheeks and squeeze them real tight. Okay? Oh, no. So if you haven't guessed this week's We Love the Internet, uh, the theme is cringe. So this is one of the contestants approaching Travis Kelsey on a football field. This is her intro to him. And I just, I was in disbelief. I'm gonna catch Kelsey. Yes, I Go ahead. I'm just looking for a karaoke partner. Bless his heart. I was about to say, if there is anything that this proves is that Travis Kelsey is actually a good person. (laughs) Honestly, I've yet to see anything that portrays him to be anything other than like at least attempting to be very like kind and polite. Yeah, like him telling her go ahead. In situations like this, like I truly don't know what I would do because you know that I can't keep it. Like I have no poker face. If I had to guess, I think you would just immediately cover your mouth for sure. Like you would just be like, like and, and I think you'd just stand in shock and horror. I don't think you'd shut down anything. and <laughs> crumble. The fact that he literally in the midst of that horrid performance, he says, go ahead. But literally the caption says me pretending to be Taylor. And I thought it was so funny. And what's crazier is that this song was stuck in my head all day. I'll play it one more time so it's stuck in your head. What is she singing? I'm gonna catch Kelsey. She wrote it. I think. I don't think that's like the theme song or anything. I could be wrong. But you just said that's been stuck in your head all day. So I assumed it was something. Oh no, this version has been stuck in my head all day. I'm gonna catch Kelsey. Yes, I. Sounds like Miranda sings. Tell me that is not a Miranda sings run. The shoulder shrug when she was just like. Yeah, I did that. The look on his face right now is the look where it's like he knows that other people are watching him and he's like trying to like make eye contact with someone that's like, you see this happening, right? This is happening. Yeah, I honestly just think he might actually be a very nice guy. And I've seen recent clips of him with his brother, Jason Kelsey, who just retired. And when he was crying, Travis was just like, hell yeah, brother. Like they're just like, so, you know, they're very, they seem like very emotionally stable men. Love that. Can you imagine that being your one fucking shot to get with Travis Kelsey and you're approaching him and you fucking let out that shriek? I cannot. I mean, she I should... don't think most of the people that go on dating shows go into it thinking that that's going to be like, I think they're going on for some other reasons, but you know, maybe. Let me see what I have. Oh, never mind. I have one. It's not a cringe. It's really cute. Are you ready to cry? Oh, God. No. Watching Cindy Crawford run today in Thailand. I was like, what? What about Cindy Crawford? If you're down and out, if you need hope, if you just need to watch something positive in your life, go watch Niall Harbison. He's the guy who rescues street dogs in Thailand. And I am serious. Like, watching this little dog run today for the first time in however long. Cindy Crawford's a dog? Brought a shirt to my eye. Oh, fuck me. She was a fat dog. Oh. Hi, Cindy. Look how fat. 
Oh, Says no. she couldn't walk 10 yards. Her fur was falling out and she was in agony. Look at her now. That's not now. We're waiting for now. Oh, I was like, that's not that good, Lily. Look at Wait for it. Listening, this dog literally was like, Oh my god, I love the cross paws at the end. It says Cindy has her dignity back. This was a street dog on the streets of Thailand, and she was like severely overweight and literally could barely walk. And now she's just like, just running along, living her dreams. I'm always amazed at how resilient dogs are. It is just incredible. Seriously. Hershey may have my dog, Hershey, he may have three legs and arthritis in the one good front leg. But literally, if we get McDonald's and there's a French fry around, he's like, like, you know, like he just like runs to you. You're like, oh, so you can run. But yeah, that's so sweet. Dogs are the best and we don't deserve them. But anyway, that is where we will leave you today for whatever the fuck this episode was. I mean, oh, I my was God. kind of kind of a mishmash, kind of a clusterfuck. But, you know, we made it barely. Anyway, that is where we will leave you. And as always, we do hope you guys have an amazing weekend and we will see you on Monday. And don't fake sickle cell anemia. That's our motto. Bye. Bye.